Good morning, everybody. You're listening to the Mindset Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Jensen, and today in episode 175, we're talking about control and how it can be a vital tool in the battle against anxiety. Again, thanks for listening to this podcast. Today's episode is part five of a 12-part series on anxiety. In today's environment, where things are shifting hourly, if not minute by minute, it can be easy to feel anxious if we aren't careful. Today, I'd like to help you feel just a little bit more in control of your environment using some psychological tools and practices. So, we've all seen monkeys, right? We see them in zoos. We know that they live in Central America, South America, Africa, and Asia. There's no known estimate of how many millions of monkeys there are that are alive today, but there are over 600 species of monkeys. And as much as we love to watch and observe monkeys, they can be incredible pests. Farmers in areas where monkeys live try to capture and kill as many as they can because monkeys will ruin crops and eat their food. But there's just one problem for the hunters. How do you catch a monkey? Do you know? Let me explain. If you want it alive for a zoo, you need to catch it. And you need to catch it alive. Monkeys are quick. They're agile. And in the wild, they have the ability to live in trees that can stretch hundreds of feet off of the ground. So how do you do it? Well, the answer is the same way that we as humans allow ourselves to be trapped. Farmers and hunters in third world countries have been capturing monkeys for centuries. If you want to know how to catch a monkey, you have to trap it. And here's how. A farmer or a hunter will take a coconut and they'll cut a small hole into it. The small hole they cut will be just big enough for the monkey to fit their hand through. Inside the coconut, they'll put nuts, berries, or sweets, or something that the monkey craves. They then tie this coconut to a tree, and then they wait. Patiently. Sooner or later, a monkey will come and they will smell the nuts, the berries, and the sweets, and they'll want it. They'll put their hand through the hole, grab a fistful, and then they'll try to pull their hand back out. But they can't. The hole is small enough to put their empty hand through, but not big enough for the hand clutching a fistful of sweets and berries and nuts. They're stuck. They're trapped. Now at this point, the monkey should realize, hey, I'm stuck. Just let it go. But they don't. They want it. They don't want to let go. They won't surrender. So they pull and pull and pull, refusing to drop it. And the hunter or the farmer comes up behind them and snatches them away. If they had just surrendered what they were holding on to, they could have been free. But because they refuse to let go, ultimately they lose their freedom. So my question to you is this, what is your coconut? What is it that you're holding on to that's keeping you from freedom in our current circumstances here in the United States of America and really around the world? What is it that if you would just let go, you would experience true freedom? It's not just addictions. It's not just harmful things that we take into our bodies. In the current situation, it may be politics. Are politics always a bad thing? We have to have some sort of organization to where we live, right? 
But what happens when we begin to place all of our problems on politicians and politics and the political climate? What if politics became so all-consuming because we feel like that's the only solution to a health scare or an unstable market? It could be family. Now, we all know that family isn't a bad thing, but what happens when you fall into the mindset that you need to be a perfect mom or a perfect dad? What happens when your desire to never let a flaw show, to only highlight, especially through social media, just how perfect your family is? What if that becomes the prison that robs you of the joy that only comes through transparency and brokenness and vulnerability? Making money isn't a bad thing. It's how we eat. It's how we survive. But this is one of the easiest ones that imprisons us. With the volatility of the markets, are we so fixated on the results that we can't enjoy the process and we won't enjoy the process? Again, what is your coconut? What is it that you're holding on too tightly that it's become a prison to you? Ultimately, we have control over what we hold on to and what we let go of. Be wise. Be prayerful. Be smart. Be creative. Your freedom, your well-being is at stake. Today, I would like to give you a tool or an exercise that could be valuable to the current situation and to exactly what we're talking about. When it comes to the word control, it seems that everyone that I speak to wants to have it. Everyone feels like it would be a great thing to have. They want to be poised in their decisions. They all know that they could be a little bit more cool, calm, and collected in everything that they do. When discussing control and poise, I like to discuss what I call the circle of poise. Imagine with me right now that you were drawing a large circle on a piece of paper in front of you. On the outside of the circle, let's list the things that are out of our control. Go ahead and think about some of the things that are out of your control in your current space. These things could and should include other people. It should include coaches, bosses, coworkers, teammates, opponents, politicians, and competitors. It could include the weather, promotions, illness, and stock market, injury, and environment. It could include our equipment and our resources. It could also include the venue, the location, and the time of our competitions, and the time that we are spending at home with our family right now. None of these things right now can we control. Not one. Not any. Never. Nada. Zilch. Now, let's make a list of the things that we can control, and let's put those items on the inner side of our circle. Think about it for a moment. What can we control? What do you have complete control of? Here are a few things that I think that we can control. We can control our attitude, effort, enthusiasm, nutrition, sleep, preparation, and maybe most importantly, we can control our reaction to circumstances. All you have to do is look around today with the coronavirus happening and look at all the people that are completely out of control with their reaction. They are not controlling their reaction to things. We can also control our breathing. We can control how we frame the situation that we're in. And ultimately, we have control of our gratitude. How cool is that? That's a nice list of things that we're in control of. Now take a look at your circle. 
Take a, take a good look at the things that are outside of your circle and take a look at the things that are inside of your circle. Now, of the things that you can control, how many of them require God-given talent? Take a look. Really, take a close look. The answer is none of them. Not one of the items inside of the circle require God-given talent. All they take is a little planning and a little effort. However, the most important thing about this circle of poise is this. If you want to be poised, control the things that you can control. Be hyper-focused on the things that you can control. In other words, control the controllables. If you want to feel out of control and have no poise, focus on the things that are outside of your sphere of influence. And... If you really want to feel in control and you want to lower your anxiety, get hyper-focused on one of those items that are inside of the circle. Control what you can control and let go of the rest. That's it. It's that simple. Control what you can, let go of the rest. That's all I have for today. I love that you're a part of our squad. I love your comments, your feedback, your ratings on iTunes. Thank you for taking the time. It makes all the difference. Will you do this for me? Will you please share this with someone who you think might like it or might need it right now? I'd really appreciate it if you did. That would warm my heart. And if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to email me at Riley at RileyJensenConsulting.com or you can DM me at uh, on Twitter at Riley Jensen. And you can always go to RileyJensenConsulting.com and sign up for one-on-one sessions with me or with... Um, one of the consultants that are on our squad. Come and be part of our squad. We will make a difference together. I can assure you of that. I'll see you next time when we're just a little bit better and a little bit wiser.